Welcome to Writer Writer Pants on Fire, where authors talk about things that never happened to people who don't exist. I'm your host, Mindy McGinnis. You can check out my books and social media at mindymcginnis.com and visit the Writer Writer Pants on Fire blog at writerwriterpantsonfire.com. In the month of July, I will have Agent Eric Smith of PS Literary, Anika Mroth Risi, former executive editor who has worked at Catherine Teagan Books, Simon Pulse, and Scholastic, as my guests for exclusive episodes available only through the Writer Writer Pants on Fire Patreon. Visit www.patreon, that's P A T R E O N, dot com forward slash Mindy McGinnis to learn more or check out the link in the episode credits. From debut author Kelly DeVos comes an unforgettable novel told in dual fat and skinny perspectives about smart fashion, pursuing your dreams, and loving yourself. School Library Journal says, This is a realistic portrayal of the frustrations of weight loss and size acceptance, complete with authentic depictions of sex, body positivity, and ambition. A strong choice for most YA shelves. Don't miss Fat Girl on a Plane by Kelly DeVos, hitting store shelves on June 5th. Welcome to the June Roundup episode. For any writers who are listening, I have ad spots opening on the podcast as early as August. You write the text, I'll create the ad. Options are for 15 and 30 second slots, priced at $3 and $5. For more information, email me at mindy at mindymcginnis.com. I started this month by welcoming Sarah Rash, author of the New York Times bestselling YA fantasy trilogy, Snow Like Ashes. Sarah joined me to talk about how the concept for her Snow Like Ashes series was originally something she worked on as a teenager, how to market yourself as a debut author, and how to keep multiple POV voices distinct from one another. On June 11th, I welcomed Natalie D. Richards, author of the page-turning thrillers Six Months Later, One Was Lost, and We All Fall Down. We talked about landing an agent, the value of being active in writers' organizations, and the complexities of author branding. June 18th brought Lauren Spieler to the podcast, debut author of Your Destination is on the Left. Topics covered included how finding your people will keep you sane in the writing world, how a writing routine can be a good thing or a bad thing, and the difference between writing on your own and writing on a contract. Up next, word count. Did I say too much or not enough? 17-year-old Dessa travels the country in an RV caravan with her family and longtime crush Cyrus. But when Dessa applies to art school and doesn't get in, she takes a chance on an internship in Santa Fe. Will she choose to say goodbye to her nomadic lifestyle and the boy she loves for good? Read Your Destination is on the Left by Lauren Spieler to find out. Word counts come up often in a writer's life, and I always refer any questions I get on the topic to a blog post from agent Jennifer Lofren from 2011 titled Word Count Dracula. The word count numbers I reference throughout this episode are from her blog, Jennifer Represents. Follow the link in the episode credits to visit her post. Word counts. It's easy to worry about overriding, but much like driving on the highway, people are often concerned about driving too fast, and some don't even realize that you can be pulled over for driving too slow. 
Underwriting is as much of a problem as overwriting, but a terribly small word count doesn't mean that what you've written isn't a novel. It might only mean that you use sparse language. And while there are plenty of slim books that pack a mighty punch, if you're querying a standalone high fantasy with a complex plot, double-digit cast complete with magic system, and it's clocking in at 30,000 words, it's probably not accomplishing all those things in so few pages. The flip side is your contemporary coming of age about a country girl hoping to shed her roots and make it in the big city, but doesn't want to leave behind the boy of her dreams and takes 300,000 words to decide between the two. Seriously, it shouldn't take that long. There's always wiggle room, but in general, here is a rundown of word count aims for different categories. Again, credit to Agent Jennifer Loughran for the numbers. Picture books. These can range from zero, yes, zero, to 1,300 words, but you want to fall between the three and 550 range. Most of the picture book authors I've met say 500 is where they tend to land. Early readers fall between 100 and 2,500 words, and chapter books between 4,000 and 13,000. Middle grade can range from 25,000 to 75, but that high end is reserved for fantasy and possibly science fiction, genres that need more room for world building. In all age categories, realistic or contemporary is going to need to fall on the smaller end of the word count spectrum for the simple reason that you don't have to build a world for a reader who is already familiar with the setting. YA can range anywhere from 40,000 to 150,000, and the same holds true as stated earlier for middle grade. Fantasy and other world-building genres get more room and flexibility in order to create their setting. But in general, any debut author needs to do their absolute best to keep their manuscript under 100,000 words, regardless of genre. It's not impossible to get picked up with a six-figure word count as a debut, but there's no reason to stack the deck against yourself. Overwriting is a common mistake of new authors, and a bloated word count is an immediate tell. Shave your manuscript down to get below the six-figure word count range in order to give yourself the best chance. To illustrate on a more personal level, I'm sharing the word counts for all my titles. My debut, Not a Drop to Drink, clocks in at 69,417 words. This is a post-apocalyptic survival story set in a world with very little fresh water. There's world building involved, for sure, but the style of writing I use in my first two books is quite sparse, which both fits the tone of the books and also keeps that word count down. The sequel, In a Handful of Dust, gets a bit bulkier with 80,685 words. This novel is a road trip on foot through a dystopian setting, so each area my characters pass through gets a mini world build, resulting in a larger word count. Still well under 100,000, though. A Madness So Discreet, my third novel, is a gothic historical thriller set in an insane asylum. This one is 83,079 words. Historical novels do tend to bulk up a little bit more for the same reasons as science fiction and fantasy novels do. World building. Also, I had a little more wiggle room as this was my third release, but it's still safely under 100,000 words. The Female of the Species was my fourth release, first contemporary, and guess what? Word count went way down. Species clocks in at 69,051 words, making it the shortest book I've yet to release. Again, contemporaries don't need the world-building room, so don't plump out that word count just because you like to see a book with a thick spine. Many people tell me they read species in one sitting, and that's a compliment. 
Given to the Sea, the first fantasy I've ever written, came in at 94,757 words. Remember, this is my fifth published novel. It has four distinct cultures to build inside the world, along with having four different POVs, and it's still under 100,000 words. My original draft was not, but we edited down to get it there. And again, this is my fifth novel. I can't stress enough how, even with high fantasy, an agent and editor are going to want to debut to keep it under 100,000. I had to keep it under 100,000 on my fifth release. By comparison, the sequel, Given to the Earth, which has six POVs and has to tie up all the plot lines from Given to the Sea, is my longest book yet at 99,170 words. And yes, I'm going to point out that it's still under 100,000. Technically. My second contemporary, This Darkness Mine, a psychological thriller, is 76,940 words. Again, those contemporaries don't need a lot of room. Hopefully, these word counts help. Otherwise, this was really boring for you. If you have a suggestion for something you'd like me to address in a monthly roundup dealing with writing, publishing, or questions for me in general, feel free to ask. Email me at mindy at mindymcginnis.com. Writer, Writer, Pants on Fire is produced by Mindy McGinnis. Music by Jack Corbel. If you find the podcast or blog helpful, please consider making a donation by visiting GoFundMe.com and searching for Writer, Writer, Pants on Fire. Or visit the blog by going to WriterWriterPantsOnFire.blogspot.com. Click on the podcast tab and then the PayPal button. I'm your host, Mindy McGinnis. Join me next week for another episode of Writer, Writer, Pants on Fire, where writers talk about things that never happened to people that don't exist. <laughs>